You're listening to the Cruise Tips TV Unplugged Podcast. Today, we're daydreaming about out-of-the-box cruise destinations, some of which we didn't even know existed. Welcome to Cruise Tips TV Unplugged. I'm your host, Sherry, and we invite you to join our cruise-loving family as we travel the world creating cruise videos and vlogs. In this podcast, we talk tips, tactics, and strategies to help you make every cruise your dream cruise. Out of the box? Out of the box. Out of the ship. I'm going to blow your mind today with these, Mr. Cruise Tips I just, I just want that box. <laughs> we got enough boxes sitting around our house and our garage, right? That is a For sad reality. Years. Yes. Ugh, it's too bad that our recycling only comes um, every other week because we just can't seem to get rid of the cardboard boxes in our house. I think it's because you're a cardboard box saver. So like if you buy a power tool, we still have the cardboard box seven years later. <laughs> that is true because, you know, you have to consider the fact that you might have to send it back. Yeah. But of course, I hang on to it. And then when I finally get rid of the box is when it breaks down <laughs> and I need to send it back. So, but that didn't take us long to sidetrack. Did I know. It? Let's get right back on track. So this episode was inspired, gosh, months ago by our viewer and listener, Tanya Borquez. She said, I have an idea for a podcast. How about top unusual or out of the box cruise destinations you probably haven't thought of or didn't even know about? She said, like, if I was listening to it and I'd go, wow, I didn't even know I could cruise there. So I challenged myself to find places that I didn't even know I could cruise. And holy cow, Tanya Borquez, this was a crazy research project. And I am going to, I'm going to surprise you today, dude. You're not going to believe some of the places you can cruise. I did. I had no idea. I can't wait. Yeah, wait. So we've got eight of them. Um, I first want to read a few listener spotlights. Junior's still sound asleep. It's actually Mother's Day and it's early in the morning. Mr. Crucips TV aren't up and at him. So we decided to record our podcast early today, um, but Junior's not here to read them. So I'm going to read them today. The first one is from Andrew, aka Big Papa. And the five-star review is titled New to the Party, but Not to Cruising. Hello, Mr. and Mrs. Cruise Tips TV. About a week ago, I was on a three-hour drive home from losing money at a casino in Louisiana when I thought I'd give a random cruise podcast a listen since I have a cruise scheduled in May 2020. And wow, did I pick the best option on my first try or what? I sincerely enjoy listening to both of your voices, very calming yet energetic at the same time as y'all walk us through cruise topic after cruise topic. I've gotten through about three podcasts so far, and I've got to say, I want in on the inside jokes. Haha, <laughs> is it too late? My fiance, my fiance and I are very passionate cruisers, my family's number one vacation of choice. So to be able to listen to a podcast like yours that's not only entertaining, but very informative is truly a blessing. Thanks for all the hard work you put into these podcasts, both of you, and long live March Muster. P.S. An example of something I learned when I thought I was Mr. Know-it-all about cruises is the Carnival shareholders benefit. I had no idea if you owned 100 shares, you get the onboard credit. Neither did my family. So now you have me looking all smart. Thanks. Okay, Andrew, that was the sweetest review ever. Thank you so much. I'm glad you accidentally discovered us on your drive home from the casino. I know that you posted this review back in March, and I'm wondering if your May cruise was canceled. I'm assuming it probably was, and I'm so sorry if that is the case, but thank you very much for your kindness and for that fun and entertaining review. 
We have one more review from Robert T364. This one was written back in March and the title is Cruisers Heaven. We used to cruise a good amount and stopped for a while when our kids were small and now we're back at it. Listening to the Cruise Tips TV crew in between travels and especially when we don't have a cruise planned really helps fill the void. Keep up the great pod. Why, thank you, Robert. We will keep up the great pod and thank you for taking a few moments out of your day to write us a five-star review. Thank you and thank you, Andrew, and thank you to all of you who have um, who have done this for us. It helps so much and we appreciate it. So you ready to hear these crazy eight destinations that you never knew you could cruise to, Mr. Cruise Tips TV? I am ready. So we did two episodes that were kind of along the lines of cool destinations you could cruise, but nothing like this. So back in January and December, we did something like five destinations you should try and then part two, five destinations you should try. Those were all pretty mainstream. It was like Alaska, Caribbean, Mexico, right? These are some that I'm shocked even exist and they are so, so cool. So the number one, and there are no particular order, guys. This is just an order that I stumbled upon them. The number one that I found is a cruise through Egypt and the Nile on a Uniworld river ship called, are you ready for this? Ready. It's called the SS Sphinx. I didn't even know that ship existed. Have you ever heard of the SS Sphinx? No. It's crazy. So this cruise is 11 nights long and Uniworld offers it. Now, generally speaking, guys, most of these cruises that I'm talking about are offered by more than one line today, but I'm just going to tell you about the one that I found. I'm going to tell you the price if I have it and a little bit about the itinerary. So yeah, this one starts, um, I believe that it's a Cairo round trip and there are sale dates coming up as soon as September of this year. And again, Uniworld is a boutique river cruise line. This cruise goes from Cairo to Cairo, And listen to the different places that you start and stop. So you start at a hotel in Cairo, and then you board the River Tosca, um, and you go to Luxor. You go to Dendera, Egypt, Luxor, Egypt, and then back to Dendera again. Kam, Abro, Aswan, Edfu, again Aswan, and again a hotel in Cairo. And then you fly from Luxor to Cairo, and then you disembark the river Tosca at Luxor, stay at a hotel in Cairo, and end your vacation on the 12th day. That is exotic. Can you believe that? It's crazy. Cruising through the Nile. I never knew you could do that. So you guys are probably wondering, okay, this sounds expensive. Yeah, it, it is. It does. It is, yeah. This one starts at $5,000, and well, $5,224 per person, for a balcony, which is $475 per night. Now, obviously, river cruises are more expensive, but they're also inclusive, right? You're dealing with um, your basic drinks are included, your activities are included. And um, so I just, I'm, I was fascinated by that. I had no idea that you could cruise through the Nile. Neither did I. Did you Nile. say how big the ship is? Um, it's a river cruise ship. So the information on the website is a little bit misleading because it said that it was an extra large ship, but I know that it's not. I'm not sure how big, but it's river cruise size. I'd be interested to know how many people can fit on that I'm ship. I'm curious to know too. Let me look it up right now. So I found it at cruiseline.com because they have this cool feature where you can do a cruise search and you search by destination. So that's how I found all of these destinations. And it was so great. Let's go. Let me navigate to it right now. So this is how I researched these guys. I went to cruiseline.com. I went to the section that said find a cruise, which is actually right on the front page. And then I selected destinations. Now, when you get to the destinations part, you select the pull down menu, 
then you navigate to river cruises. And I navigated to Egypt and Africa. And there were four cruises that showed up. Let's see if we can find out how big the SS Sphinx is. Um, it looks like it's not, the information may not be here. But I bet you we could go to the Uniworld website and find it. It doesn't even say how many cabins it has. But let's let's go to the Uniworld website. Uniworld SS Sphinx. Here we go, guys. This We've got the facts. So it looks like, oh, it looks like it's a new ship. Newly launching on the Nile in 2020, the SS Sphinx will make her debut on the Nile River in 2020 and will offer two gourmet dining venues, a swimming pool, massage room, and 42 gorgeously appointed suites. So it has 42 rooms. It is, let's see, it's 236 feet long. It is 48 and a half feet wide. That's actually not very wide at all if you think about it being a ship, right? Mm-hmm. That is so cool. It doesn't say exactly how big it is, but since we know that it has about 45 cabins. Okay, look how cute the little deck plan is. Look at the deck plan. You guys, it's so cute. You know how when you pull up a deck plan on a ship, you normally see like hundreds and hundreds of cabins um, spanning the length of the ship. This one has, I'm looking at the decks. It has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven cabins deep and two cabins wide. That makes up the whole entire ship. Imagine that in your mind. Seven cabins makes up the entire length of the ship. It is adorable. So yeah, the SS Sphinx, I did not know that she was a new ship, but she's a beauty. Looks like, um, it looks like it was probably designed to bring that region to life. I'm imagining that that's probably the case. So what would you do on, on a cruise like that? What would be some of the activities? Let's take a look and see what you would do day to day. Oh my goodness, it's sakes. Okay, so you start in you start and end in Cairo, where you'll visit the famous Egyptian museum and its stupendous and unrivaled collection of pharaonic artifacts. I didn't know pharaonic was a word. That's really cool. Including treasures recovered from the tomb of King Tutankhamun. Isn't that King Tut? And then you journey to Giza to gaze upon the mighty ancient pyramids and the time-worn enigmatic Sphinx. Can you imagine cruising to see the Sphinx? I think that's so cool. I, I might have to say this is my number one after all. It sounds very cool. So is that the only one that you have? That's of the only, that's it? Not. The show's over? <laughs> no way, man. I got seven more. That one's, that one really blew my mind though. Okay. Here's one I think you're going to like. You're ready to move on. You want to stay in the Nile River for a while. I am so ready to move on. You're so ready to move on. Not you're that I don't oh. like that. I'm just <laughs> okay. like, let's keep this moving. Okay. So the number two, you're going to like this one because I know that you are excited to cruise through the Baltic region and specifically Russia. Did you know that you can take a river cruise through Russia? I did not. You did not. So this this one that Viking Rivers offers is a 12-night waterways of the czars from St. Petersburg all the way to Moscow, which is a long way. That is actually quite a long way. So on this cruise, you'll visit places like, well, obviously, you'll, you'll spend your first four days in St. Petersburg, and then you'll cruise the Severe River, which is spelled S-V-I-R, not severe, but I don't know how else you mm -hmm. would say that. Uh, the man, you would cruise to Mandrogi in the Russian Federation, Kizi Island in the Russian Federation, and then you would cruise the Volga Baltic Waterway, then visit Kuzino in the Russian Federation, Yaroslavl, and Yuglik, all in the Russian Federation. Cool stuff, right? Mm-hmm. 
You, are you teasing good. me for my pronunciation? No, I'm just glad it's not me trying to say all these things. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're they're tricky. So this one's on Viking river cruises. And, and Vi- Viking yeah. is like the king of river cruises. <laughs> the queen, maybe. Queen. Queen, okay. king, yeah. Either they're way. very popular. Um, and this is on a ship called the Viking Truvor. And I don't have facts about the Viking Truvor, but... Um, it almost looks a little bit, if you can see the picture here, it almost looks a little bit like a uh, American river cruise type of a ship. It's interesting. So again, an, a pricey river cruise type rates. We're looking at a $5,400 ocean view rate here, which is $458 a night per person. But again, these are inclusive cruises. So fascinating. Which one would you prefer? Would you do Egypt and the Nile or would you do the Russian river cruise? Which one would you like better? That's tough, but I think I'd probably go for the Nile. The not really. Does that surprise you? A little bit, because I know you're really interested in the Baltic. Mm-hmm. But it sounds it sounds like just an incredible way to see that region. I think that the um, I think that the Russia one would be cool though. Going all the way from Saint Petersburg to Mos- to Moscow would be pretty fascinating. Okay, Mister Cruise Tips TV, we're gonna jump from Russia all the way across the world. Are you ready for the number three choice? Not yet. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Okay, I'm ready. Let's okay, go. Okay, great. All right, guys. We're cruising through the Amazon now. So we are going down to South America, and we're going from Rio de Janeiro to Iquitos, and we are cruising for 22 nights along the Amazon. How cool is that? Now, you thought the cruises that I told you about before were expensive. This one's on Seabourne. 22 nights will cost you $17,199 a person for a suite. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> so there are a few mainstream lines that we're going to sprinkle in throughout all of this with mainstream prices, I promise you. But remember, we're dreaming here. We're going out of the box. We're going exotic and we're going to places we didn't know we could go. I did not know you could cruise through the Amazon. So this is um, this is a pretty long journey. It goes all the way from Rio de Janeiro to Bucios, Brazil, a couple sea days, then you're at Recife and Natal, Brazil. A few more sea days, and now you're crossing the equator. Then you're cruising the Amazon River, going to Santarém, Brazil, and then to Parintins, Brazil, Manaus, Brazil. And then you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight days cruising and exploring the Amazon jungle. So days 15 through 22 are all cruising the Amazon jungle. And then you disembark in Iquitos, Peru. So Brazil to Peru along the Amazon. How cool would that be? I don't know. I think it'd feel more safe on a cruise going through the Amazon than I would doing a land trip. That I would say, but it doesn't, I don't know if it'd be my first choice. It sounds like an adventure for sure. Yeah. Now, the first thing that comes to mind for me when you talk about Amazon is Mm -hmm. like mosquitoes. And leeches. Yeah. Dangerous snakes. Because we've all watched so many movies about the Amazon that are probably a little bit blown up. I'm sure they're, you know, people like explorers going through the Amazon. It's not like, it's not like a luxury cruise to the Amazon though. <laughs> but I would, yeah. But yeah. Right. It, it, yeah. But I would still love the adventure. Yeah. Can you imagine 22 but, nights? But I think right now it would be number three on the list. Okay. Good to know. The list of three. And it's also very expensive. The list of three. <laughs> but what a dream, right? Now this one looks like it's a little bit more of a rare cruise. This one's not setting sail until March 17, 2022. But if you're interested in cruising on the Amazon, that is your way to do it. You ready for number four? Ready. Number four is a cool one. This one is probably not as rare as some of the others, but it's fascinating. And I have heard of a few people who have done this. I want to say that Doug Parker may have done one that was quite similar to this. And this is 
a river cruise, essentially on the Mekong from Vietnam to Cambodia. And this is with Avalon Waterways, much more reasonable price point here at $2,802 per person um, for a suite. And this is again, a seven nighter. This one goes from, this one goes northbound from Ho Chi Minh city, which is in Vietnam to Phnom Penh. And there's tons of different sailing dates. So it sounds like this is a regular itinerary for Avalon waterways. This is not, this is really not a crazy exotic cruise, but it's life-changing from what I've heard from people. This is something that once you've done it, you're going to cruise through areas that will just blow you away. And this is on the Avalon CM Reap. That's the name of the ship. You will go from Ho Chi Minh City to Vinh Long, Vietnam, Chao Doc, Vietnam, Phnom Penh, Cambodia, Angkor Ban, Cambodia, Kampong Tralok, Cambodia, and then you will disembark in Phnom Penh, Cambodia. That's crazy exotic. I would love to do that one. Another river cruise. Yeah. Yeah. Are, are all of these river no, cruises? No, they're not. Okay. They're not all river cruises, but if you think about places that you, you know, that, that are more exotic and that we have never heard of or cruise, you're, th- you're thinking about hidden cities along rivers, right? Mm-hmm. So you're thinking of more internal destinations rather than like along an ocean or a sea. True. So that's why a lot of them are river cruises, but they're not all. In fact, our number five, our next one is going to totally surprise you. Did you know that you can cruise all around South Africa? I did not. Isn't that cool? So there's a couple of different options. And guys, not all of them are super expensive at all. And not all of them are on crazy pricey cruise lines. Now, the first one we're going to talk about here is on Azamara. And it is pricey. It's a 13-night cruise starting at about $43.99 for an inside cabin. And this one sets sail in December 2021. And it goes from Cape Town, South Africa. Oh, I think it's actually Cape Town round trip. But 13 nights where you'll visit Cape Town, Port Elizabeth, East London, Maputo, Mozambique. So you're going up into Africa as well, that area. Um, Richards Bay, South Africa, Durban, and then back to Cape Town. Now, if you want something a little more mainstream, guess what? Norwegian offers a 12-night South Africa, Namibia, and Mozambique Cape Town round-trip cruise that starts at $679 for an inside cabin for 12 nights, guys. That is a $57 per night cruise. And you get to go on that one to many, many different ports in the area from Cape Town to Maputo, Richards Bay, Durban. So you could see quite a bit of South Africa, Namibia, and Mozambique as well. How cool is that? Very cool. Neat, huh? So I guess I'd feel really comfortable flying into South Africa and doing something like that. And what a deal. So if you're looking for something exotic, check out that Norwegian one on Norwegian Jade. And those dates are 2021, um, December 2021, and then the winter 2022. Did that surprise you? Yeah, it's cool. Pretty cool. So that was an ocean going cruise more so. I like it. How about number six, where we're going to take it to India. And this one actually not only takes you to India, but it also takes you to the Maldives, which are beautiful coveted areas to visit. So what makes this itinerary unique, and there are lots of these, is that they go from India to European countries. So for example, you could go from India to Athens or India to Venice. So that's fascinating. Now that's not all of them necessarily. So the first itinerary that I want to highlight is on La La Perouse. That is the name of the ship. And this one is 12 night. It's an India Maldives cruise and Sri Lanka cruise. So you're going from Mumbai, India 
to Colombo, which is in Sri Lanka. So again, this one is a 12-nighter. You start in Mumbai, you have a sea day. Then you go to Mormugao, which is Goa, India. I've always wanted to go to Goa. I've heard it's beautiful. New Mangalore Port in India. Cochin or Cochin, India. I can't even pronounce this one. It's Trivandrum, India, but it has a very long name before it. So someone can help me with this one. It's Thiruvanthapuram, India, which I think they've shortened down to Trivandrum, India. Then you have a sea day and you go to Rashdu in the Maldives, Ba Atoll in the Maldives. Then you have a sea day and then you go to Gaul, Sri Lanka and disembark in Colombo, Sri Lanka. What do you think about that one? Crazy. Crazy, huh? 12 nights. And that one's expensive. We're looking at $523 per night for a balcony. But I'm sure for all you get for a 12-nighter, it's that's, you know, in the scheme of things with all the activities, it's probably not too bad. So here's one that I think you're going to like, Mr. Cruise Tips TV. This is, we're getting close to the end. We have two more. This is our number seven. And this is a cruise through the Suez Canal. Oh, that sounds good. Isn't that cool? So did mm-hmm. you know you can go, you can take a 20, 21 night cruise from Dubai to Rome via the Suez Canal. Now there are other shorter options for navigating around the Persian Gulf and in the UAE guys, but this one was a wild itinerary that I just had to share with you. So it starts in Dubai in the UAE, and then you go to Khor Fakan in the UAE, Then you go to Muscat, Oman, which I've heard is beautiful, Salalah, Oman, and then you have five straight sea days. You go to Aqaba, which is Petra in Jordan, two sea days, and then Haifa in Israel. Now, one thing that confused me about this, oh, I'm sorry, there's more. And then you go to Crete, which is in um, Greece, let's see, no, another sea day, and then you go to Herculon, Crete, Greece, Piraeus, which is basically Athens, a sea day, and then Naples, and then Rome. But I couldn't tell exactly when you're navigating the Suez Canal. I'm assuming it's during that crazy, um, that long sea day period, but they don't specify on the itinerary what portion the canal would be. So if anyone's ever done the Suez Canal type of cruise, please let me know. I'm super curious about that one. I don't have a price on this one for one reason or another, but I think that's so fascinating. Would you like to do that one? Yeah. You know I want to go to Dubai. Yeah, it sounds so like bad. a really good cruise. Doesn't that sound neat? Mm-hmm. I mean, in 21 nights, you'd really be able to relax. And these back-to-back sea days, I mean, you've got you've got a group of two sea days, a group of five, and then nicely sprinkled in one here and there. Um, and I don't know if I mentioned this, but you get off the ship in Civitavecchia in Rome. So that's pretty neat. Yeah, we've been there. Yeah. Okay, we're coming up on number eight, Mr. Cruise Tips TV. Now, when we get to the end of all these, I'm going to ask you your fave, Okay. Now, the next one, we're bringing it close to home. And I know a lot of people have heard about this one, so it's maybe not as much of a mystery. But to me, I think it's exciting. And I really, until about a year ago, I did not know that you could cruise around the Great Lakes here in the United States. Now, Victory Cruise Lines has many different options, but you can cruise along North America's historic five Great Lakes all along the St. Lawrence River to the Atlantic coast. They have four different itineraries. And on these itineraries, you get to visit the New England colonies. You get to make rare stops in quaint little French Canadian villages. You get to visit Victoria era towns with seafaring history. There's a lot to do. So I would really dig 
getting onto Victory Cruise Lines and doing one of these Great Lakes cruises. Listen to the different variety of cruises that they offer. So the first one that they have is an 11-day cruise from Chicago to Toronto or reverse. So that one's called Splendor of the Great Lakes. Then they have one called the Great Lakes Grand Discovery, which is 13 days from Chicago to Montreal or reverse. The third option is a nine-nighter called the Great Lakes Masterpiece. And this one is, this is the one I think I would want to do. This is the nine-day cruise from Niagara Falls to Chicago or reverse. I think it'd be so cool to visit Niagara Falls by way of a ship. I don't, I don't imagine you can get too close to the falls on a ship or if you would actually have to do an excursion on a separate type of boat that's designed for that. But I think it would be such an incredible and unique way to visit the falls. And I just love the way it winds through all these waterways. These are these are some gorgeous coastlines that you really would want to see by ship. And the last one that they offer, oh gosh, I almost, almost missed it here. Oh, here we go. It's called um, the Lakeside Treasures and it's a 16 day cruise round trip Chicago. And they have other options too. You can do Canada's Southern Coast with Victory Cruise Lines, or you can do um, what's called a Provincial Passage to New England, which is a 13-day Niagara to Boston. So they have a short nine-day Niagara Falls and a 13-day Niagara Falls to um, Boston. But isn't that so interesting? I know that um, when you cruise the Victory, this is definitely all-inclusive cruising, so your shore exclusion, ex- your shore exclusions, your shore excursions are included, um, at least the basic ones. And there's just there's a lot that you can do. And I've heard that they're a really interesting pace. So those are our choices. What are you smiling about over there? I was just thinking about included exclusions. Oh yeah, I know <laughs> shore exclusions. Mm-hmm. They're included though. They're, your exclusions yeah. are included. I would imagine that with most of these, ex- with the exception of that Norwegian South Africa one, I would imagine most of your shore excursions are probably included in those. So what was your favorite? What surprised you today? What can you share with me? Well, let's go ahead and, and do a review. Okay. Sounds good. You want me to go through all of them? One through eight. Okay, one through eight. So we'll do that. We'll we'll start with number one, which was a cruise from, it was from Egypt on the Nile on Uniworld's SS Sphinx. Mm-hmm. The second cruise that we mentioned was a river cruise through Russia. And I know your eyes perked up with that one. That was the 12-night waterways of the Tsars from St. Petersburg to Moscow. The third one was a cruise through the Amazon, 22 nights from Amazon, from Rio de Janeiro to Iquitos along the Amazon. Then we had number four, which was a cruise along the Mekong with Avalon waterways from Vietnam mm-hmm. to Cambodia. And then number five was to cruise all around South Africa by way of Azamara Club Cruises or Norwegian. You had your choice there. You had a, you had the more upscale line and you had the Norwegian one that started at $57 a night for 12 nights. Crazy. Book me now. And number six was the India cruise that hit the Maldives that was 12 night from India to, from, I'm sorry, that was a, gosh, guys, I really got tongue twisted there. Blah, blah, blah. It was a 12 night Maldives and it went from Mumbai, India to Colombo, Sri Lanka. Number seven was the one that I think was completely shocking and most intriguing to me out of all of these was the cruise through the Suez Canal. That was 21 nights from Dubai to Rome. And then a number eight was certainly last but not least Great Lakes Cruising. 
with Victory Cruise Lines. They all sound really good. Now, I think I like the Nile one. Mm-hmm. It's going to be tough for me to pick, I think. All that Egyptian history. Can you imagine? Yeah. And they, I do like history. And actually, the Great Lakes one would be a good one for that mm. purpose as well, because there is a surprising amount of history surrounding the Great Lakes. Absolutely. I, I think you'd be surprised. And Junior is probably at an age where the Great Lakes and really New England too, mm-hmm. even a trip just just simply to Washington, D.C. for him right now and Virginia would be an incredible history lesson. And I think he could I think he could sink his teeth in. So I think I'd probably pick the Suez Canal. OK, but it would be a close, very close um, decision between that and the um, the Nile. Yeah. I, I think either one of those would be pretty a pretty amazing thing to see. It'd be such a rare life event, right? So cool. I oh, this is a hard one. I feel that the Suez Canal holds a lot of intrigue for me. I think cruising through the Amazon will be absolutely fascinating. But I'm with you, where I feel like I'd worry about the tropical heat, the tropical impact, the bugs, all of that. My initial reaction to it is maybe it's a little bit more unknown, and I need to research it a little bit more. That's exactly what I was thinking. If I could Mm -hmm. look and see what it was going to be like, maybe read a few reviews or something like that, then I might be a little more informed to make a decision on that. I think um, going back to the one that was was in Russia, from St. Petersburg to Moscow, I think my thinking on that one is that I'd like to visit St. Petersburg on a Baltic cruise first. And then if we fall in love with Russia, which I think we probably will really enjoy the region from what I've been told from people, I think it'd be really neat to go back and and, and cruise from St. (laughs) Petersburg. I'm really tongue twisted today. I think it'd be really great to go back and cruise from St. Petersburg all the way to Moscow and see the the places in between. That was fun. I enjoyed um, researching this just as much as I did recording it. I thought it was such a great way to be dreaming right now until all of us can get back to cruising. It really opened my eyes to how many opportunities there are to see the world by ship, whether it's a large ship or a small ship. Another thought that I have too is that as we return to cruising, I don't know about what all of you think, but I really do believe that small ship cruising may make a reemergence um, and that, you know, obviously mega ships aren't going anywhere, but I, I would personally like to see small ship midship cruising become more popular again. I'd like to see more of those types of ships being purpose built and affordable for people. And I, I, I think it's, I think it's a possibility. I think that, that we may be seeing that happen a little bit in our, in our new world of travel. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Mr. Cruise Tips TV, I hope you found that interesting. Thanks for being my trusty sidekick today. You did a great job. Good research. Thank you. It was really fun. We'll see all of you next week. Hope everyone had a wonderful Mother's Day. And thank you so much again for tuning in to our Mother's Day tea party on YouTube. We had a great time. Mr. Cruise Tips TV served me some tea. We were super bummed because we had audio problems during that episode, which it really took the wind out of our sails for a little bit there, especially Mr. Cruise Tips TV, because you guys know how he is. He he preps things. He even had a backup microphone, but unfortunately 
the microphone was across the room and it was a boom mic and we couldn't get to it. And we were a little bit defeated, but we still had fun. We are going to be doing some more cooking stuff um, during this crazy time. I ordered a wild Cuisinart hot plate so that I can face the camera and cook instead of having my back to you guys, which should be really fun. And the last thing I just wanted to remind everyone is if you are a new cruiser, we are still offering a special on our intro to cruising masterclass, which provides you a sequential education on cruising. If you're new to cruising, if you don't know what to expect, if you need packing guidance and just overall help in learning how to choose the right cruise, save money on a cruise and what to expect on board, go to cruisetipstv.com, our website, and click on tutorials and use the code HOPE for $6 off our masterclass through May 2020. Thank you all so much for listening. And until next week, we'll see you on the high seas. Thanks for listening to Cruise Tips TV Unplugged. If you like our show and want to know more, check us out at cruisetipstv.com. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram by searching Cruise Tips TV. We'd love if you'd leave us a review wherever you're listening to this podcast, subscribe to the show, and tune in next week. Until next time, we'll see you on the high seas. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.